Hello! Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a podcast presented by two comedians. I'm Phil Green. I'm David Ferguson. And this podcast is all about conspiracy theories, the world's craziest conspiracy theories. Uh, Every episode we bring in a guest and our guest uh, brings the conspiracy theory they want to talk about the most. It might be a conspiracy theory they believe in, it might be one they don't believe in, it might be one they think is the most ridiculous thing they've ever heard. But we're going to talk about it, we're going to look at the facts. We're going to look at the facts. We're going to look at the fiction and we're probably not going to to any conclusion whatsoever because we don't really know anything but all we have is what we've got from the internet and our guest's brain and yours of course well, well do i have a brain yeah okay and you love a conspiracy theory oh i do i do i but i believe in them all except when i don't yeah uh i don't believe in conspiracy theory my i don't believe in most conspiracy theories but i'm willing to be persuaded and you're very much the other way around yes because they're lying to us they are lying to us they are uh, and today's guest is the fabulous emily mcquade uh, Emily is a fantastic stand-up comedian, writer, uh, multiple-time finalist at Leicester Square's uh, Not So New Comedian of the Year. Yeah. She's also one of the contributors on the fabulous Devil Times Five podcast, which mm-hmm. is one of our favorite podcasts. We both listen to that. Um, brilliant! But only one of us has been a guest star. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's a monthly horror film podcast uh, do check it out it's absolutely fantastic and do follow Emily on her social media channels uh, and the conspiracy theory that Emily has chosen is the moon landing was a hoax moon landing was a hoax there we're done the moon landing was a hoax yep That's let's bring her on Emily McQuaid get out of the rabbit hole Every single bird in the sky is a robot. It's fiction. Doubt your government. It's an urban legend. Did it actually spraying something in the sky? No way. A stream of absurdity. It's a total fabrication. Welcome to the podcast, Emily McRae! The deadliest woman in comedy. She's an assassin. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I didn't know this was going to be some kind of like weird roast type thing. You knew, no, no. The, you knew these jokes were coming. Yeah. Well, yeah, if it's, if it's uh, Mr. Ferguson, I do know these jokes were coming. I mean, I mean, as a comedian, you kill. <sighs> oh, thank I mean. you. There's, there is a compliment in there, in there somewhere. Absolutely. Um, we're recording this uh, just before Christmas. We don't know when this is going out, but um, you have been doing buble material. You, uh, you always do buble material around Christmas time. I do always do buble material around Christmas time. I can't believe I'm going to be doing this in front of a camera because it's just like, I didn't know there were going to be cameras. If I'd known, I would have like had a... Just pretend they're not there. It's fine. Okay, yeah. fine. Um, we don't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> my head is shiny. <laughs> Look. My, my forehead is really shiny, but I've got glitter on my eyes to distract you from the fact that I... Uh, I like was not but that's a top tip. If you want to wear makeup and you're not good at applying it, if you put glitter on, it looks like you've made an effort when you've actually done fuck all. That's what I always do. Good. There we go. Yeah. We're, we're, all, we're all learning. Um, yeah, the Michael Bublé thing. It's just that um, his vers- he's got a version of Santa Baby, <laughs> which is a weird song anyway. And um, It is. It's quite sinister. It, it's, it's not just that it's sinister. I think it was... The, so... The guy that wrote the music, I forgot what his name is, is still alive despite being 90-something years fun. Um, is he really? Yeah, he is. He is. That's a but the fact. person that wrote the lyrics, who doesn't have a Wikipedia entry, was a woman. Now, I think she had a Santa Claus fetish. <laughs> or they wrote it for Eartha Kitt and she had a Santa Claus fetish. Or maybe they thought, it's the 50s, everyone's really repressed. Let's do this kind of weird burlesque of femininity and masculinity. Anyway, Michael Bublé's version, which I think is from the early 2000s, is basically just... Um, an insight into sort of toxic heterosexual masculinity because <laughs> he didn't want to make it Santa Baby because that would sound like he was gay. Yeah, so he did 
Santa Buddy. Santa Buddy, that's right. That doesn't wow. sound gay. Wow. That doesn't sound gay. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got my own version of Santa Buddy, and I apologize in advance for this. Um, <laughs> but I normally, if I do this at a gig, I'll be like, Look, I know I'm sorry about this, everyone, but I've got the microphone, but you guys have them as well. So, you know. Um, but we're scared of you. Yeah. Okay. Do whatever you want. Long may that continue. So, my, my I've basically, as far as I'm concerned, this is how Santa Buddy goes. Santa Buddy slips and pornos under the tree. I'm not gay. <laughs> I've been not gay all year. Santa Buddy. I'm going to cry in my shed. Do 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 do. Oh, there we go. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Baby, like that one. Oh, that was <laughs> wonderful. Very good. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's no mean girls, but you know. No. But still better than the Buble, no question. Oh my gosh, yeah. Still better than the Buble. I'm heterosexual! Mm. Um, Conspiracy theories. Uh, How do you feel about them? Uh, Do you believe some of them? Do you not believe them? Uh, Do you want to believe them? How how do you feel when you hear a conspiracy theory? It depends on what it is. Um, I'm nostalgic for the old school conspiracy theories that you had in the 90s that were very much like, I like aliens in the same way that somebody might say, I like Blur or I like the Levelers. I like like the Roswell. Good for you, mate. You brought (laughs) that on the back of your school bag. It's okay. Um, And... The one that we're doing today and sort of some of the others, they're kind of like the, the older ones. I feel a little bit like because they're so much part of history, mm. part of the kind of general part, general sort of fabric of history, they almost feel quaint in a way. Yep. Unfortunately, a lot of the more recent ones I've found, um, you hear a conspiracy theory and you go, oh, that's a bit wacky. And then you, you listen to a little bit more. And go, oh, no, no, wait, this is actually it seems like people can't just believe in one random Oh, that there was a, they dissected an alien at Roswell. They definitely did because I saw a video which definitely wasn't made by Anton Deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think? It, do you think that the, we it, want to believe? But the ones that we we grew up with, right? Yeah. You heard in the nineties. Do you think we believe them because we heard it at an impressionable age? It's not that the conspiracy theories now are any more or less believable. It's just the point at which you you digested it. Um, well, how can I put this? I think it's more that the ones that are around now, it's just, it's not just all aliens. It's just how many sentences do you have to go before somebody mentions the Great Reset, New World Order, globalism, or just something anti-Semitic? And as whatever you say about the, the, the X-Files, there was no um, anti-Semitic material in there. No, there wasn't. That's and true. I, I, as far as I know, I never really paid it much attention, but I did used to perv on pictures of Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny. Cause, you know, Everybody perved on pictures of Gillian Anderson. I had a huge picture of her. Uh, although I, I, I stopped tuning after about series five because it got it went seriously downhill. Yeah, yeah. Um, I quite like the, the revival episodes, though. I like the revival episodes. Yeah. They yeah. do with revival all episodes? Yeah, with it, with, well, basically it's the coronavirus. Before the coronavirus, and the smoking man is still alive. Whoa! Yeah. So is that a conspiracy theory? Well, smoking causing lung like, cancer? I was, no. I was saying that the other day. So, um, Phil was a guest on the podcast that I'm on, which is called Devil Times Five. We talk about horror movies. We were talking about dog-related horror movies, and specifically a very silly film called Man's Best Friend, and it contained the culty actor Lance Hendrickson, who's known Love for Lance being in Aliens and being in Near Dark and loads and loads of cool stuff. And I said, he smoked so much in that film, I actually Googled immediately afterwards to check he was still alive. Yeah. I knew he was, but it was just like, how is, can anyone smoke that much? If Cancer Man in the X-Files smoked as much as Cancer Man in the X-Files smokes, he would be dead by now. Or a medical curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which in itself... But whether I want to believe in conspiracy theories, I don't know. I do like I like to think that 
there's more going on than we can actually see. Mm. And I accept that governments do horrible shit all the time. And lie. And lie. And lie. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's just a given. This is a thing. I think at some point in history, we stop caring that the governments lie and just accept it's a given thing. It's like the whole idea of a few years ago, everyone would be like, CCTV cameras, they can see everything that we're doing and they can hear everything that we're doing. Whereas now we're just like, oh, well, you know, you might as well just say something and sarcastically be like, hi, Mr. Putin. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed our conversation about dog porn. Um, <laughs> well, this is a big one. Uh, this is probably the biggest one we, we've tackled so far. So the moon landing was a hoax, which is which is a classic. It is yes. a classic conspiracy classic. theory. So um, it's been a near, it's been over fifty years since Neil Armstrong took his giant leap for mankind as the first man to walk on the moon. If that is, he ever set foot on the planet. Doubters say the US government, desperate to beat the Russians in the space race, faked the lunar landings with Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin acting out their mission on a secret film set located, depending on, on the theory, either in the Hollywood Hills or deep within Area 51. With the photos and videos of the Apollo missions only available through NASA, there's no independent verification that the lunar landings were anything but a hoax. The rumours it was faked got traction just a year after the moon landing when the Vietnam War had led millions of Americans to question their government. Uh, a July 19 1970 poll found that 30% of Americans declaring Apollo 11 to be a fake. That number remained relatively high throughout the 1970s. Hmm. Very, very... I mean, it, but it was a time of great uncertainty and a lot of... Uh, um, a lot of fear, the 1970s, I guess. Mm. But I would say that there's the um, people being cynical about Vietnam was happening before what you've just described because yes. the moon landings were part of a big... whatever you, Whether you think they happened or not, and spoiler alert, I think that they did, but I think there's a lot of bullshit around what we're actually told. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, well, that may not have happened the way that it appears to have happened, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it didn't happen at all. I think there's slightly more kind of uh, shades of uh, shades of grey in there. And like you Grey think? like a grey alien. Um, <laughs> I'm, I do get distracted easily, so please um, <laughs> rein me in if, if I do. But um, um, So it was, the, it was the Cold War, and America were like, we want to get to space before the Russians. Yep. And, um, well, they didn't. It was the Russians got to space first. Got to yeah, exactly. Well, no, that's true. Sorry. Yeah, they wanted, they, but they did get that the moon was the big thing because Russia had got into space first, and Russia was sending all. They sent people up. They sent all sorts of animals up. I only heard this, found this out recently. Yeah, Laika, famous space dog. They sent up some wasps. Yeah. No record on whether they came back down again. Um, if there's what a, a flight, what a way to go out. You know, if you're on the International Space Station and then suddenly you've got like, like oh, this, I'm, I'm depressed in space, I don't know anyone, but before I put on Space Odyssey and cry, I'm going to eat this jam sandwich and then there's a bloody walk. <laughs> like, oh, come on now. Um, but the Americans were the first ones to send a monkey up. They were. They won the monkey race. Yeah, they did. That's yeah. true. Ameri which you, so which Russia, really is the big one. Russia won the space race. Um, America won the monkey race. Right. And then apparently America won the moon. Well, America did win the moon race. Also, it would appear. But it was it was all a big... Uh, well, I could say this conspiracy might have been a bit of a conspiracy. It was all... It was, yes. um, it was um, a PR exercise on behalf of the US government. Yeah. And it was all very much... I mean, obviously, I don't want to talk about the Kennedy conspiracy because I know you've got that on a separate episode. But Kennedy was like, we're going to go into space. And everyone's like, yeah, we believe him because he's hot. Um, oh, don't worry. Kennedy... And now he's dead. And now he's dead, but he was hot. And yeah. he has come up in every single episode, regardless <laughs> of how much we try not to bring That's him up. That's because um, he was a hot, unpleasant, um, uh, corrupt sex man. Yeah. Which is... That's which how, is and that's how he wanted to be known. He was, <laughs> yeah. He, he tried saying, I'm Berlin. I, no, <laughs> no, I am Johnny. a donut. 
Um, film of Aldrin planting a waving American flag on the moon, which critics say proves he was not in space. Uh, the flag's movement, they say, clearly shows the presence of wind, which is impossible in a vacuum. NASA says Aldrin was twisting the flag bowl to get m- uh, moon soil, which caused the flag to move. Uh, and never mind, the astronauts have brought back hundreds of independently verified moon rocks. Therapists, uh, sorry, therapists, <laughs> theorists uh, have even suggested that filmmaker Stanley Kubrick may have helped NASA fake their first lunar moon landing, given that his film may. 1968 film 2001 A Space Odyssey May. proves that the technology existed then to artificially create a space-like set. Uh, as for Virgil I, Grisham, uh, Edward H. White and Roger B. Chaff, three astronauts who died in a fire while testing equipment for the mo- first moon landing. The theory goes they were executed by the US government, which feared they were about to disclose the truth. Mm. Now, that's very sad. However, Roger B. Chaff is quite a funny name. <laughs> I was going to say those aren't real people. That those are made up. They just threw some. They got. They're got, part of the conspiracy. They got some boggle and threw the numbers threw the letters around and went, "Yeah, that'll do." B. Chaff. Yeah. Brilliant. That's, that's well, good. Well, okay. So uh, uh, the moon landings didn't happen because they f- they were filmed by Kubrick. Do you do you believe that Kubrick was involved? I. I okay. What I the honestly, timing is. Precise, isn't it? It is. What I honestly believe is Kubrick filmed it all. He did. Uh, It was recorded uh, because they didn't have any footage of the actual thing. So I'm willing to believe that they did go to the moon, even though the moon's a hologram. And uh, (laughs) that's another episode. That's another episode. Mm. Or, Or hollow. Or hollow. A, ho- a hollow. Uh, although NASA... Uh, Didn't consider- we once have a semi-argument about this? She went, oh, some people say the moon's not real and it's not really there. And I went, it's fucking there! <laughs> it's a hologram. It's a projection. It's a hologram. Very good. Who's, who, who's running the hologram then? Who's- uh, them. Yeah. They. I think you'll find Jem. Is the <laughs> Jem. She's truly outrageous. She really uh, is. Truly, it, truly, it, deep dive there. Yeah, there we oh, go. They've just done the movie right. Anyway, uh, Kubrick, I believe, filmed uh, the footage that we see. Mm. Uh, because uh, one of my favorites is uh, we actually uh, have the, the the moon uh, moon pod. What's it called? Moon unit. The capsule. The yeah, capsule the landing on the moon. Yep. We filmed that. Well, they okay. That's a so the the theory is they dropped a uh, they had dropped a camera prior to that. No, they didn't. Excuse well, they must. <laughs> okay, all right. There's a lot of stuff around the filming of it that I... But I've, Unless I've, Kubrick I've lives on the moon. Or was living no, on the moon. No, it was a studio. I can tell you this damn right. Stephen, uh, St- Stephen Kubrick, it <laughs> was his, his real name. Kubrick. Stephen Kubrick. <laughs> that's the conspiracy theory. He changed his name to one that sounded Steve similar. Steve Kubrick. Exactly the same. Yeah. So old, old Steve... He loves Steve Kubrick. Old Stevie Kubrick lived in a village on the outskirts of St. Albans. Um, and um, despite the... Well, his mysterious eccentric Hollywood director, the whole kind of auteur theory, which is basically, uh, as far as I can tell, being a bit of a sort of a, a, not a proper proper film buff, but um, knowing a bit about films, a lot of that was based on, yeah, that man acts like an arsehole, but he's a genius. Okay. Or it's just a, um, but with Stanley Kubrick. St. Albans. No, he wasn't, he was was from the US, but I think his his wife was from the UK. And it was like, he's so mysterious. He lives on his own in this tiny, this this tiny village in in a giant mansion house. No, people didn't really know who Stanley Kubrick was. He wasn't a recognisable figure, especially towards the end of his life. It wasn't like, you know, you know what Spielberg looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what Martin Scorsese looks like. So... Stanley Kubrick used to wander around St Albans routine. He used to go in boots, buy his meal deal. No one bothered him. And this is absolutely true. My friend's dad was in EastEnders for many, many years. And um, a a lady came up to him randomly, because he he lives out in Hertfordshire as well, and said, my husband was a massive fan of of EastEnders. 
and we really we really like your performance we like your character and he's like oh that's lovely thank you and then she disclosed that her husband was stanley kubrick Stanley Kubrick was an EastEnders fan. Yeah. That is amazing. That is a fact. That's a good fact. I love that so much. Um, Eyes Wide Shut could have been so different. Yeah. It would have have been the same. There just would have been more shouting. Do you think he never really got over Tiffany dying? I think that's what it is. Any of us? That's exactly what what, um, Eyes Wide Shut was about. It wasn't about sort of psychosexual experiment into about the depths of it. It was the, the loss yeah. of Tiffany. Yeah. That's yeah. right. An Difficult episode time. that literally started with this is gonna be the best Christmas Wolford has ever seen. Um but <laughs> yeah. he went out that he went out that year, didn't he? He he was because Eyes Watch Up was his last film. Right? It was yes. Yeah. And he didn't get to finish it editing. Yeah. No. Which is part of what the conspiracy theory is about that. Yeah. What did they cut out? You know, I love it. What they cut out a scene where Stanley Kubrick turns up and goes, Hi, I'm Stevie Kubrick. (laughs) The moon landings. You may know me as Stan. I'm Stan. Moon landings. I done that. (laughs) Well, well, why are all the clues then in The Shining? Those Shining conspiracy theories. I mean, I've watched that film that's the the, The um, documentary. The documentary about. What's it called? Room. 237, I think. 237, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, with the caveat that I watched it having not had much sleep on a flight to Canada, having eaten an entire packet of nicotine mints. Um, so I was like, oh, why did I not sleep on this plane? I was like, because you're watching the thing about conspiracy theories and you're full of nicotine. And you're like, yeah, no, I, I want another black coffee, actually. Uh, but anyway, that's just an insight into my uh, unstable mental health. Um there's a lot of interesting theories in that, but it just felt like you were listening in on people who were just... It, it was like all the undergraduate but stoned conversations, I remember, from being uh, back at uni. Um, and while I'm not... that There are some doubts about the footage. It might be that... I think the, one of the stories that I heard was not that they didn't film what was going on in the moon. It's just they had to like do it a couple of times. It was very, very stage-managed, etc. Um, and if I was going to get a filmmaker to film the moon landings... I don't think I would have got Stanley Kubrick because he's too much of a perfectionist. Mm. And much as you want everything to be absolutely right, his footage would be in post-production for about 10 years. And the whole point of this was it was going out as live and the whole world were together and they were watching a man walk on the moon and an American man walking on the moon. If it was Stanley Kubrick, that probably wouldn't have been ready for about another five years. Or it might have been one of his abandoned film projects, of which there were many. Basically, I'm showing off that I know a bit about films. That's, that's the main thing. Do you think that um, maybe Kubrick did a deal is that he agreed to film it, providing he gets the monkey for 2001? Monkey yeah. died in space. Oh, shit. Here's another ex- well, did it. Here's another exclusive for you. 2001, those were not real monkeys. What? What? They're not real monkeys. It's a man in a monkey suit. Really obviously a man in a monkey suit. So they got suit. a monkey to play the drums in that... Phil Collins, Cabri's advert, but they—that was the technology moved on a long way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when did the two thousand and one Espia Odyssey come out? I think that was 68, yeah. yeah. It was the year before, so, so my theory so, would so not stack up. Like the moon landing could have been filmed while that movie was being exactly. Made. They could use the same set. Yeah, maybe. But then the the footage in on from the actual moon would have been a little bit more interesting, though. That's the other thing. If anybody did fake that footage, it would have been someone who was a documentarian, not somebody who, like Kubrick, likes to have every frame to have something interesting or or wacky in there. But maybe if his whole family and his own life were under threat, which is what, the, you know, it would just just get it done. Done is better than perfect. 
Maybe that's why they never released. You know, on, on planet Earth, they do like how we made this bit at the end. Yeah. Mm. They never do that with the space with the moon landings. No, they mm. should have done. But then people would have still said would have said that was faked as well. So yeah. you can't really you can't really win. Um, and also, they never thought to do that back then because I think our relationship to technology and our relationship to recordings has changed. Yes. Over time, so back then it was just you know you you trust what's there. Mm. Whereas we know from sort of growing up that I don't know about you guys, but a few a few years ago they said um, all the. All, all the, a lot of the quiz shows were rigged and the BBC radio phone-ins were rigged and people, were like, yeah, I, I knew that. I don't think anything's real. I don't, Some of them were. So, mm. Yeah, but it turns out a lot of them were a lot of them were fake and people were surprised by that. They're going, it was the BBC. And you're like, yeah, but that's, you know, somebody's had a stressful day and they, they just want to, um, they've been running away from uh, the creepy men from the 70s hanging around the television <laughs> centre. Um, they might not have time to arrange a call for Tony from Rochdale there to were win a lot that of um, D-Ream 12-inch remix. <laughs> so they just arranged for one of their mates to get it. I've gone off topic, sorry. Um, right, I'm going to bring it back. Uh, what is the source of the theory? Uh, there were some people who started talking about this even as the moon landing was actually happening, uh, says Francis French, an author and journalist specialising in the history of spaceflight. Uh, but the theory really gained speed in the early to mid-1970s. The idea does have some sense to it. Amid Cold War tensions, but also secrets, espionage and deception, the US had utterly committed itself to the goal of putting a man on the moon. Failure would have been deeply humiliating and a sign of national decline at a time when the two superpowers were vying for influence in other countries, wavering between capitalism and communism. The US needed to succeed, which is why there was such a concerted national will in the 1960s, spanning numerous presidents and costing huge sums of money. There's also the US government I mean, it's it's known more now, but and a lot of things were clearly known at the time. But there's a lot of things we will never know because they're like, oh no, that that's going to have to be sealed in a vault until 2000. 2000 arrives, right? Tell us the truth. Oh no, see, we've opened it up and it says do not open until 2015. Everyone's like, oh damn. But we do know that the U.S. government did some horrible shit, and we do also know that the CIA did some horrible shit. Yes. Um, but it didn't seem to be particularly well organised. That's the thing. Mm. It was like not only were they evil, it was like an evil, kind of like an evil clown car. All these agents turned up and they got they got people. Um, people were tortured. People were force fed hallucinogenic drugs, etc. So I could believe that they would could in theory um, scare people into doing stuff and then saying don't say anything. Just like there's always the, there's a the conspiracy theory I believe about why the astronauts didn't really do interviews for a really, really long time. Because they don't look too happy. No, they don't. But if the CIA had said to them, don't say anything, they would have been like, okay, we're not going to say anything. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it was faked. It could just be, don't give away that we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Don't give away the fact that the moon was the moon uh, shuttle was made out of elastic bands in someone's someone shared we want it to all look we're like no we're america we've solved all the technical problems maybe so. it's the people that made button moon maybe oh. maybe we could follow mr spoon debunking the theory so uh but those who insist the u.s government did not put astronauts on the moon have claimed their own evidence to the fake landing they question why the flag astronaut uh, neil armstrong plants on the moon could not possibly be rippling because there was no air on the moon in reality the astronauts bent the metal frame holding the flag causing the ripples the conspiracy minded claim photos the astronauts took on the moon do not show any stars in the background in reality the cameras might have been unable to capture the faint light emitted by the stars. If the moon landing was real, they ask, why didn't the lander, which is the thing that 
goes down, uh, scattered dust when it touched down. In reality, the lander was traveling horizontally much of the time and the thrusters that controlled its landing were not pointed down. Radiation from the sun also made the dust highly charged and it clung to the moon's surface. Every claim that no one went to the moon can be easily explained by science, scientists say, physics or evidence brought back to Earth, it is said. Hundreds of thousands of people, including scientists, engineers and factory workers, worked on it uh, around the world. About 400,000 people, they reckon. Buzz Aldrin has no tolerance for those who call it a massive hoax. Uh, when one conspiracy theorist challenged Buzz Aldrin and called him a liar, Aldrin punched him in the face, which is my favorite thing about Buzz Aldrin. And it's on YouTube. You can see that footage on YouTube. What they filmed? The yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, pun- that punch. Yeah, case, I've, that, I, you can I see think it. I've, I think we're now, we've yeah. now lost a load of, we might, we've lost one of our two listeners because they've gone off to, to, watch, to watch that. Buzz Aldrin lamped someone in the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's uh, uh, Steve Shivers talked about it. Uh, um, YouTuber Steve Shivers talked about it. Steve's in this podcast. It's uh, a podcast of Steve's. Do oh, Steve's really exist? Well, um, but 400,000 people, 400, people working on it and no one has has blabbed if it's a hoax. Mm. That seems unrealistic. Well, mm, there are there are people that have said they work for NASA, NASA and come forward and like you know, um, but my, my my one of the things I think proves that we didn't land on the moon. Um, I do believe we landed on the moon. I can't keep this up. I'm not, I'm not playing <laughs> I, uh, because because of the amount of science, the amount of discoveries that came from it. We, we, Teflon. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and uh, all our saucepans would be ruined if it wasn't. For exactly, the moon. exactly. It was definitely worth it. But then there's the Teflon conspiracy that it's there to um, uh, poison us all. So it is because we should be using copper skittles. Skittles. I'll put that on the list. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. um, Why uh, are we using sweets to cook? I know I said skittles. I meant uh, uh, skillets. Skillets. Thank you. Thank you. Because that word was not coming to my mind. I don't know. Cooking implements. Um, If you look at the, so you can go to the the NASA museum uh, and you can see the spacesuits that were used to land on the moon. Uh, And then you can see the footprint of, you know, of the spacesuit in the, the moon dust and they're two different uh, types of boot. Well, that's part of that's theatre, isn't it? it? To do with the, if the truth was less interesting. I'm not saying that the necessarily truth as in didn't land on the moon because I believe that they did, but there's a certain amount of manipulation going on and a certain amount of America mythologising itself. Like, no one's going to look at the boots too closely. But that, that's apart from apart from Mr. Ferguson, <laughs> some point in the future, who will inexplicably be looking at the boots. But it, you are right that at the time nobody would have been looking no. at the boots. And they, they just needed to prove enough that we are we are America, we are brilliant. Never mind all that stuff in Vietnam. We have sent a man to the moon. Man to the moon. Do we think it's conceivable that the first mission wasn't a mission? That one of the subsequent missions to the moon? Because there is a theory that the first one they uh, was was was, was a hoax yeah it was theatrics mm. in order to win the race but the subsequent missions did land on the moon and the, and those were the people who actually my, brought back the moon rock my my feeling is that they 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 did land on the moon because there is no way the USSR wouldn't have come forward and said this is all bullshit mm. uh, because they they were the, the other world power they were mm. the, the other superpower they could have said that they could have challenged it was there and ever they a never move did in Russia to do that because you think that they there there, re- there, there was a cu- there was grumblings because it was the USSR mm. against the United States. Yes, there was grumblings, but there was it was never anything solid, and that is one of the things that they they really could have. Well, it's all nonsense. All, yeah, I know. I, that, 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 but that's that just surprises me. That it just been. never came about because there the, the was there there was a like a meeting of, of NASA and and, and uh, the Soviet space program, mm-hmm. which, whose name escapes me. I want to say Star City, but it's not. But they did they did work together. And there is a theory that they also may have been in on it. 
Yeah. I, I just, I, I mm. see. I, I believe we landed on the, the moon. That's it's the just end the of we, a Hollywood movie, isn't it? Yeah. The Russian guy going and apologies for bad accent in advance. We are not so different, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're so that's sexy when you do that accent. Space. You did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fred Dews, America, you are really good. Also, I am very enjoying this uh, hamburger. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's the world uh, made sense then. America well, was good, Russia was bad, and it was the, all very The narrative exciting. said that the world made sense. It clearly didn't. And a lot of people, as Phil has mentioned, um, thought that going to the moon was batshit. And it either didn't happen or it was a colossal waste of time. I refer you to the um, the poem bar slash... Well, I suppose like performance jazz poem by Gil Scott Heron called Whitey's on the Moon, where he's uh, rapping about how there's loads of kids in America, specifically black kids in the instance he's using there, who are skin and starving and can't afford healthcare. And meanwhile, this the government have sent some white guys to the moon. Uh which, you know, it's not does nothing to do with proving or disproving. It does prove that I can use Wikipedia. <laughs> um, and we can do poignancy. We can. We can. We can do poignancy. Um, but you're, but you, as you say about the um, the reason uh, the, the the lack of trust and the reason why that the theory uh, came about, but it also why it endures. So in the seventies, public trust in the U.S. government and the institutions of the country was being eroded. The Vietnam War showed that the official reports did not necessarily match photographs and films, as well as, as the tens of thousands of body bags coming back from the front line. Uh, which we do know that is true. Mm -hmm. They did they did lie about that. Uh, whilst the Watergate scandal eventually brought down the administration of President Richard Nixon, and we know that that's true. Uh, French looks at the remarkable achievement of the moon landing itself as helping the theory grow. I think one of the reasons that people want to think it was a hoax is because it was so amazing. It's almost a compliment to NASA that people cannot believe it was possible, given that before 1957, nothing had been into space at all. How is it that 12 years after the first satellite, Sputnik, in 1957, humans were walking on the surface of the moon. Uh, then, after all that, NASA suddenly stopped going to the moon in 1972. This has been seen not uh, as evidence of a decline in funds and public interest in spaceflight, but as suspicious. Through the decades, scrutiny of the footage of the Apollo missions has been put forward uh, at the most minute details and speculations as proof of camera trickery, while films like Capricorn 1 in 1978 about a faked Mars movies. landing fuel the immigration of the conspiracy theorists. I really like Capricorn 1. Really it's like a good Capricorn film. One. Yeah, it's a really good, good film. Good film. Uh, and uh, but, but but even before that, so you've you the uh, I don't know if you've heard of a franchise James Bond. Yes. Okay. So there's an. Uh, I don't think it's going to take off, but well, it's very. It's mechanical. not going to be a Fast and Furious type no, thing. No, no. Although Fast and Furious did go into space. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, James Bond, Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, there's a, a very. I, I might jump in. No, you got it is in here, but don't worry. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, James Bond run across runs. across runs across a movie set for a moon landing uh, and it I doesn't really have any explanation in no, the it movie doesn't. it's just like oh what's that doing there and that was 1971 so it was already in the zeitgeist mm. yeah. enough to be in a James Bond movie it was although at the time they thought that was a bit tongue in cheek so they did it as a joke but it yeah, but I assumed that a that few years it. later it was it was thought oh there was they, there was they're, they're telling us the Diamonds are Forever where they have a sexy lady turning into a gorilla though I don't think I think it's one of the horror films that you. No, no, no. That is that. That does happen in one of the Roger Moore Bond movies. It's like a it's not Roger Moore. It's Diamonds yeah. Are Forever. Is sure. Connery? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah it, I, I mean, don't know. It's a boys thing. I don't understand. <laughs> it, I mean, it's definitely far more conceivable in a Roger Moore Bond film. No question. Okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, I mean, Marlena Dietrich dressed up as in a gorilla suit and stripped down, and I think it was Blue Venus. Yeah. 
Yes, but that wasn't a James Bond movie. No. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking. Oh my God, how awesome would that be? Marlena Dietrich in a James Bond movie. Oh. Marlena Sorry. Dietrich in space. In oh my God. I need that movie to exist. Finding Mar- a way to use a cigarette holder on the moon. Oh. See, this is another thing I don't get. These were 60s guys, and I get that they were military guys and so on, but nobody got drunk or stoned on the moon that we know of. That we know of. Or maybe the first. When there they was, switched the cameras off, though. In, yeah. Oh, well. Initial footage was just people like. I mean, they. Uh, sort of acid and so on would have been kind of in its infancy unless you knew the right people but somebody could have taken like some peyote buttons or um well, well, Buzz Aldrin knew some people. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, well, he's called Buzz for goodness sake. He exactly. is. But if not, even if they weren't going to do it because oh no that's illegal blah 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 they could have had, they had a hip flask with them. <laughs> well I mean like the, the Has anybody did anybody breathalyse them when they came back? They were all completely no. baked the whole no, time. well, they were radioactive. That's why they put them in quarantine. They're trying to figure out who was driving. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I know why I said Roger Moore because I was thinking of Moonraker, but it's not Moonraker uh, yeah. that the sexy lady gorilla thing happened. No, no. Moonraker does, however, involve space sex and the attempting rear entry. <laughs> it, it also has Jaws it rehabilitated. Jaws. Yeah, he, yeah. He goes from being the cold hard killer from the Spy Who Loved Me to because he sees cuddly, a, and that's what space can yeah. do. That's what space. Well, can also do. he sees a nice he sees a nice lady with pigtails, and he's like, oh, hello. Well, the, the the big conspiracy theory is, oh, she has, uh, she's braces on. Mm-hmm. She smiles at him and that's when he meant to, he's meant to fall in love with her. She doesn't have braces on. She doesn't on. have braces. Why did we all think that she had braces? Th- that's, a, that's a big thing. Mandela that's effect. another episode for you guys. Yeah, the Mandela effect. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, similar scale to this, really, in terms of a conspiracy. Um, but yes, uh, well, there were a lot of films about space at the time, right? And um, I mean, Moonmaker doesn't specifically address that uh, that conspiracy of this conspiracy but you're right diamonds are forever definitely does so um oliver morton who is the author of the moon a history of the i can't say the moon without thinking the mighty boosh (laughs) every time when you're on the moon (laughs) when you're on the moon you can do what you want Uh, Uh, well as as i said before when i was speaking to you the mighty boosh is proof that they did land on the moon because they've got the actual moon singing about the uh, buzz aldrin you're walking walking on on my my face face. Neil Armstrong, which you couldn't have, which place. which you wouldn't have that song. Exactly, they've got actual, they've got actual witness yeah. evidence there. So. They, they they do. Um, <laughs> so this author believes the persistence of the moon hoax isn't surprising, given an implausible event for which there is lots of evidence, Apollo Eleven, and a plausible event for which there is zero evidence, the moon hoax. Some people opt for the latter, but the hoax narrative was only really possible as Apollo never led anywhere. There were no further missions after 1972. Uh, as an American mind turns back to paranoia in the 1970s, it becomes more pleasing to hear this, uh, to believe in this, he says. James Bond uh, has to take a small share of the blame in Diamonds Are Forever 1971. Sean Connery bursts into a NASA facility by way of a Las Vegas casino. Uh, a chase ensues across a film set dressed up to look like the moon, complete with earthbound astronauts. Uh, but here it's done as a visual joke, a way of justifying the moon buggy chase across the Nevada desert by the time of Capricorn won the idea which was 1978 the idea that the the government was fooling everyone was no laughing matter uh, he, here it's about a Mars mission that goes wrong the authorities opt to fake it and kill the astronauts one of whom is OJ Simpson that would have solved a lot of problems it would. Um, uh, to prevent them revealing the truth in the, in the post-Watergate era the idea that the government could lie on this scale has become much more plausible so that really a lot of this theory is about government lies isn't yeah. it yeah. And we we all we know that government's lie, and people some people back then knew the government's lie. Mm. Maybe a lot of people then did. I don't know. Well, I think the Vietnam lies are the and then and then followed very closely by Watergate are the things that have mm. kind of compounded to to create just a general feeling of distrust, which I kind of feel like we're feeling at the moment. Yes, definitely. 
Um, well, we felt it for a number of years for all sorts of reasons. Yeah. And to the point where you, you people don't, just from my own point of view, just to just bit bit of politics, blah blah. blah. Um, you end up not being surprised when they've lied about stuff or they've done they're doing something that's absolutely appalling. You're just like, oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's happening. Mm. Of course it is, and that's that's probably not okay. Though I did hear that George W. Bush suggested that America would go back to the moon while he was president. Yeah. Which is weird. He didn't have the best ideas. No, that's why um, people preferred it when he wasn't president and he was just painting really shit pictures and everyone was like, oh, look at him. (laughs) Um, But the theory that uh, there were were no further missions after 1972, so that that does play into it a little bit. And I mean, we don't have an an answer as to why that was the case other Mm. than it was ridiculously expensive. Also, I remember reading a book when I was in primary school that was presenting, it was like a bit of, you know, um, it's not not necessarily science fiction, but it was an idea of sort of like, this is what an alternative future might be like. What I'm saying is, remember hope for the future? (laughs) We don't know. But um, they... They were they were describing in that and I was very very young when I read I read this but they were describing what it would be like if we colonised the moon, and like they have the equivalent of a leisure centre. I love the way they use the word leisure centre. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a leisure centre. I remember the I, was like, I, I really want the moon to be full of the kind of place where I go and sit on a trampoline and cry. Thanks guys, and then get some bovril to make the pain go away. The eighties, everybody. Um, they do the inflatable the, thing in the pool on Sundays, you know, the obstacle course. Yeah, they do that. But they said that they'd have a leisure centre where you'd have like really, really fine plastic wings and you could fly. And I was really taken with this idea. And I was genuinely like, I am really looking forward to when we live on the moon. Yeah. And my parents were like, nah. There was that old pervert that lived on the moon in the John Lewis advert. <laughs> it was, yeah. A few years ago. It was. It was a, a, a We could just man. ask him. <laughs> the moon perv. Moon perv. How did you get hold of him, though? I doubt he's got he's got any signal. No, there. that's true. You can just see him, and he can see you. <laughs> the main the main thing is he can see he you. He can see you. Yeah, from his point. What of view. goes on on the dark side of the moon? Well, the conspiracy theory I heard about why uh, we we stopped going to the moon in 1972 is because uh, the aliens that are on the moon mm. uh, said you're not allowed to come back. If you listen to footage of the moon landings, not just the original, um, there is a lot of coded phrases, obviously because it was a live feed, uh, a lot of coded fit, but the, 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 it, a lot of it gets interpreted as that the, they were being observed by mm. aliens. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but to say they're being observed by aliens, I can't believe the aliens would passively observe and not be like, oh, it wankers. <laughs> well, maybe Wait. they did. Space they did. wankers. <laughs> it was all in code. It'd it be all... like, um, you know, you get those um, TV. The, the, feed went, the feed went dead for like 18 minutes or something. Yeah, well, there, there's yeah. also there's theories that it wasn't live and... Um, there was some pre-recording going on. That's, I've heard that as one theory, but I'm because just imagining. Surely it was delayed footage. At it would have least. to have been delayed a little bit. A, l- a little bit. But like in case something went badly wrong. But that was the thing. The delay was not that much. No. Because so they had that. Um, they had the satellite in Australia. Mm. That yep. film, The Dish, was about. Yeah. Um, if Australia they, doesn't exist either. It, I've been you there. Then explain that. The Australia not existing is a, a whole conspiracy theory, and it, that is one that I do disavow. Okay, we need to stop adding to the list, right? But, there, there, but there's so many. We've there's got a so lot many. To get through. There's so many. But yes, Who no. Who started the Australia doesn't exist thing? Was I it Ki- don't know. Was it Kiwis? 
No, they don't exist either. I mean, New Zealand is a mini Australia up top of Australia. No, it doesn't exist. Sorry, anybody who's listening from New Zealand. Tasmania exists. Yes, because that's where the Tasmanian devil comes from. Yeah, so it must be be true. Yeah, because all cartoons are documentaries. I was going to make a point there and I can't remember what it was. Well, uh, well, I I want to say that there was aliens on the moon. I was going to say if there were were aliens on the moon, that's a beautiful idea. And I'm not like the whole idea of aliens. Yeah, logically, part of me goes, there's not aliens, but part of me kind of wants there to be. And that's kind of not even an X-Files thing. That's just a sense of when I used to love watching Star Wars movies as a kid, it wasn't because I thought they were real. What's that? It's it's a film about wars in in the stars. Oh. Um, they. Um, it's like the Bible. It's like the Bible, mm. only better. Right. <laughs> um, it's but made up. Yes, yeah, made up. Yeah. Um, but there's there's less guilt in in Star Wars. Slightly less. Slightly less. But it it wasn't just the idea that these these stories and so on. It was the idea that you could visit these other worlds, and the reason why the the ones that have kind of the kind of Star Wars movies that are successful and there have been some even some of the slightly more recent ones, are the ones where you just get some random weird alien creature that appears in the background and makes a weird noise, and that is it. You don't get any explanation as to what its name is, where it's from, what its habitat's like, whether it is whether it is aware of thrash metal or, or anything like that. But just the idea of there being, because we discover species on Earth all the time, there might be stuff that's undiscovered out there. Oh, I th- so I, I, love, I love the idea of it being aliens, but I also can't shake the image of... Um, on, so like I don't know whether it's I don't know whether they um, these programs are still oh, there probably are you have like the football programs on, on when the main channels like BBC can't show stuff because all the football is being shown on Sky so what you'll get instead will be a very enthusiastic man in the stadium and a load of supporters trying to get on camera going Wee! they should have that should have happened with the, with the aliens if they'd had them don't the clangers live on the moon yes they live on the dark side of the moon <coughs> they live on the dark side of the moon Along with Pink Floyd, with along the, with Pink Floyd and the Transformers and, and the Soup Dragons. Let's well, see the uh, dark Very side. Of the busy moon. the dark side of the moon. Well, the dark side of the moon with the Transformers. That's just the movies. That's not the deep lore. That's not the the comic books and the so cartoons. It, okay. You know, but uh, but yes, the the 1972, the alien said, "Well, you've had your little visit. Don't come back." The alien said, "We'll give you glam rock if you don't come here ever again." No, no, no. They said, "Don't come back here, or we'll we'll, we'll destroy you." Because the one of the things that was uh, well documented in the 18th century, or sorry, the 19th century, in the 1800s, nine, yes. What uh, a load of aliens going high, humans. Will no, no. There was things documented about the moon, like the, the like there being rivers and there being fires. There was things documented. Um, uh, we, we we expected to to see things up there that we didn't. Like crystalline structures is a big thing. Mm. If you Google the moon crystalline structures, you'll get you'll get a lot of hits. It's a lot of fun. So I choose to believe that it's an abandoned alien uh, headquarters, and uh, and they came back. Went nope, don't be coming visiting here. Where did the aliens go then? And if it was abandoned, I why didn't they know. want anyone in there? Well, it's just the same. Is this I don't, like I don't rich want people who've got an empty house, but they don't want people going. Yes, in. I don't want people touching my stuff. What stuff? They haven't left anything there. They haven't even the left... crystalline buildings. I just said. They, they, left, they, they You can't see them though. They took them away or they knocked them down. Well, no, you but look it up. Look it up. So they should have left that leisure center. They should have left that <laughs> yeah. leisure center. Yeah. Imagine what space. Imagine all the space. Because why? Why don't we have a moon base? I don't know, and I, that dis- it disappoints me. Maybe the soup dragon just got pissed off with too many people visiting. And <laughs> I, I have not got enough soup to go around. Right, you can visit, but just for an afternoon, then fuck off. Because mm. these clangers are very demanding. <laughs> um, so 
Evidence that debunks the theory. Uh, the possibility of a moon uh, of a moon landing hoax is zero, states Francis French, who was the author I was talking about earlier, as there is no way that such a colossal secret could have been kept. Hundreds of thousands of people worked for the Apollo program, and yet after half a century, there has been no credible evidence from former NASA employees of anything being faked. In fairness, most of them would be dead. Um, or they would have signed, like, non-disclosure True. Agreements. Somebody must say something on their deathbed. Um, we know uh, that from... <laughs> <It> tries. <laughs> the moon <was laughs> All that comes out is moon. Uh, <laughs> uh, we know that from the conspiracies that have been proven to be true, this stuff leaks out very quickly. Uh, all the claims made about the footage can be readily explained or debunked. It is said the lack of stars, for example, is simply a result of the light, a brightly lit foreground, watching out the detail of the background. Uh, there are things that happen in the footage, meanwhile, that would have been impossible to fake using 1960 technology as you were saying earlier such as the dust being kicked up by astronauts feet or the lunar rovers or when apollo 15 commander david scott dropped a hammer and a feather at the same time and they fell at the same way did you see tom hanks did that recently on on graham norton mm -hmm. yeah and it's like he did it but he couldn't show a comparative shot obviously so it was just well we knew that was going to happen tom <laughs> Why did you just <laughs> drop a hammer and a feather but i'm tom hanks everyone likes me i can do what i like yeah fair. i mean i Fair enough. Yeah, fair my enough. friend of mine went to a recording. I think it was um, Jonathan Ross's show a few years ago, and he had Tom Hanks on there. And the bits that it it was sort of I don't know if I remember if that show was live or not. I think it was it was pre-recorded. But the bits that didn't get aired, Tom Hanks was extremely funny and incredibly filthy. Was he? Yeah, they were oh, like, like Hanks. Yeah, but he he's he's a right he's a right swear man. Is he? He's brilliant. He's a real filth pot. Filthy, Disgusting. filthy man. Disgusting. He is the father of a great rapper. Uh, <laughs> Ferguson trying to get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> in 2009, an uncrewed spacecraft called the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, I had to read Reconnaissance three times earlier, <laughs> uh, mapped the surface of the moon, taking photographs of the landing sites of the Apollo missions. Uh, footprints, flags, tracks left by the rovers were all still visible. Uh, as French puts it, there are trails clearly made by people. Mirrors were left on the moon to ping laces from Earth, which still work, and rocks are brought back, which have been studied by scientists all over the world. I love this uh, laser pinging stuff. Yeah. When you said mirrors, I just imagine they were all really vain. <laughs> the clangers were. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the, the astronauts are sort of... It, 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 the, the, the delay in the footage wasn't anything to do with them setting up the dish all the way down in Australia. It was because... Um, they wanted to be pretty. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what are the lasers used for? Do we know? It's to, to, to tell the distance cool. between the moon and the Earth. Uh, and um, we can do other things with it as well, but I, uh, like figure out like the circumference of the. Does someone have to check? Is it someone's job to check that every day? Pretty, pretty much. Like, but there's lo there's loads of stuff that people go, oh, the, the, we didn't land in the moon, but the, we left shit up there. You know, we did. And uh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do you, honey, where's my jacket? You left it on the moon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what have you got to done, Buzz? You know, the Steve. moon is hollow. It's a spacecraft. Um, a major thing to note, French says, is that the Russians were Americans' sworn Cold War enemies. They had the ability to track any spacecraft going to the moon. They could read the same signals coming back uh, as the US and the other radio dishes around the world could as well. Uh, they saw things go to the moon and land and come back. Uh, so clearly something was going to the moon and it would have been harder to fake a landing under automated circumstances than it would have been f with people in. So, mm. And that is often the overriding thing is that it, it would have been so hard for everyone to keep shtum mm -hmm. and 
uh, and fake it than it would have been to actually send it send a, a spacecraft yeah. to the moon. The, all the effort that would have been to, to create the conspiracy, it would be just easier just to do it. Mm. Mm. I feel that yeah. way about a lot of conspiracies, to be honest. You're like, yeah, you're just assuming, A, that governments are more organised than they really, really are, and B, for all the effort that would have taken, it may as well have just actually happened. Yeah. If we went back now, I say we, <laughs> we're very busy. But First comedians in, in yeah. Spears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and we should take the clown car if we are going. Um, uh, do, do, you, do, do you think anyone would care now? I, I, I don't think people care anymore. And that kind of bugs me because, you know, the, the rate to which we're destroying the planet, mm. you know, we need somewhere to run to. Mm. And like, you know, our closest neighbor. Is you it know. possible that someone else might want to go to the moon rather that isn't America or Welsh? Welsh, yeah. yes, that's right. <laughs> the Orkney Islanders who are going to go up there and be like, no, this is ours. Well, there, there are. I'm just thinking like India's got a space program now. So India and, has, as yeah. does and, China. And Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I find it very, very interesting that, that we don't really hear that much from the Chinese uh, space program, which is meant to be full swing. Mm. Um, uh, I think they're building on the moon. Yeah. Well, the, the, the was, there was a couple of years ago, there was a sort of buzz about um, that China got to the moon, um, and which would be a big a big deal. I, but I, if, if they had gotten to the moon, you would have heard, you know, what it would was have been their, heard about what it. What was their leisure center like? I bet mm, it was really cool. Yeah, really good, wouldn't it? Do the Chinese have leisure centers? I reckon yeah. they do, yeah. Everyone yeah. has leisure centers. It's the thing that unites, unites all of humanity. <laughs> leisure centers? Yeah. Squash and... It's discounted trains. if you go between nine and four... In the afternoon. Yeah, but just make sure that you um, you wash your feet in the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that everybody else washes washes their feet. Yeah, you in. don't you don't want you don't want space verrucas. <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> they're the worst type of verrucas. They really are. Yeah. Um, what's more, if it's uh, embarrassment and humiliation made for plausible reason to fake the moon landing, that would have been nothing compared to the embarrassment and humiliation of being caught doing so. Yeah. And the sheer scope of the conspiracy to put it off leaves an unshakable conclusion: it was easier to go to the moon than it would have been to fake going to the moon. It would be a huge embarrassment, but it would be hysterically funny. <laughs> also, if it was revealed now that they didn't go, would anyone... Again, I, would I any don't think anyone would give that much of a shit. That's They'd it. A lot of people would be like, I told you, and other people would be like, well... And then you get like the op-eds like, well, in, in our hearts, they, we went to the moon. And that's what matters. It's a hologram. Wasn't there quite often, a lot of... I think, as I understand it, a lot of the... Um, the reason why the the moon landing was such a big thing, kind of culturally, sort of globally, was it was the idea of life beyond what we see in front of us, and just the idea of possibility and the idea of venturing out. And the question is, does that remain as a symbol for that particular generation that were around then? Um, if you say that wasn't real, I suppose what I'm saying is that the, the moon is it's a bit like Jesus, <laughs> big round blue. It may or may not be real. Big round blue Jesus. <laughs> Did the clangers come out before? I know I I can't get off the, the clangers subject. were like the John the Baptist. Yeah, the the, the moon. Were the, yeah. were the clangers not the nineteen seventies? They like were, the, yeah. Well, they, they, they were seventies. They were so they were post moon. Post. So how would anyone know clangs lived on the moon unless we'd been? Exactly. Right. Mm. right. And then there was Mooncat. Do you remember Mooncat? The early eighties. 
vaguely. It was a green cat in a spacesuit. Did he have actually? Did he live on the moon or was it just? No, but he was just called Moon Cat. It's really sad that he's called Moon Cat and he lives in like Surbiton or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, am I think moon he did live in hey, Surbiton. I lived in Surbiton for eight years and it was just a nice place. Did you meet Moon Cat? <laughs> yeah, once or twice. He's in the spoons. <laughs> I've, I've I've got nothing against Surbiton. I went there for a gig once. It had a really nice Art Deco train station. It does have a very nice Art Deco train but station. But I did not see Moon Cat. No, but he would have been, he would have been, I mean, it depends. if you went for the, you would have been there in the evening, he would have been way too hammered by that point. He oh, would have gone home. He's, he's, he's very much an afternoon drinker. <laughs> that that uh, train station was used in one of the Harry Potter films. Was it? Yeah. It's really nice. It's a nice train station. Oh, I know. Yeah. Really? It's almost worth visiting just for the station. Mm. But nothing else. <laughs> There's not much. It's, I've it's never a, been to I can't come It's up. a lovely place to pass through. Also, if you really like the good life, you can go down the yeah. pilgrimage. Although, do you know the good life wasn't actually filmed? I know, but it was just—it was interesting that it was used as that symbol of a particular kind of yes. suburbia. I think the name. Is I think doesn't it crop up in uh, *Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin*? Yeah, it as does. Well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to name place Surbiton, you're asking for it, really, aren't you? Are we? Okay. Um, so, uh, Emily. Oh, hang on. Uh, yeah, we've done all the facts. I'm just checking we've done all the facts. We have done all the facts. So what do we think in terms of... Uh, so, so none of us really believe that this was faked. Is that true? It, correct? It happened. It we, did happen. It did yeah. happen. I'm willing to concede that a lot of the footage was, might have been manufactured, you know, after the fact, but we did go. Yeah, I think that they may have tidied up the footage because it was such a big propaganda thing and a big kind of manufacturing, a big news story to do, hey, look over there while the Vietnam War was going on and various other things. But yeah, I think, I think they went. So we think we think we, they, de they definitely went. Subsequent missions did happen, but some some lies were probably told, or some things were were held back from yeah. my knowledge. Based yeah. on what I know about anything that humans do, ever yes, mm. lies. And don't get into a bar fight with Buzz Aldrin. Don't Never get into a bar, bar fight, fight with Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. Or, or if you do, get make sure he's on your side. Or Mooncat. Or Mooncat. Moon or, or never mind the, the all the soup dragons. Yeah. Or the clangers. Don't fuck with the soup dragon. Yeah. Um, Emily, would you like to look into that camera uh, and just tell people where they can find you and your podcast and what you're doing? Um, what am I doing? I don't really know. I'm very, very uncomfortable being on camera. Um, okay, so the podcast that I am a contributor to is called Devil Times Five. It's a monthly podcast. We talk about horror movies and sometimes we go off on tangents and talk about Noel Edmonds. It's very funny. Quite we a all lot. <laughs> we are all genuinely um, enthusiastic and about about horror films and also about taking the piss. Uh, Phil was a recent guest on an episode. About but I wasn't. About killer dogs. You can be. I know. We changed the rules now. Anyone can do anything at any time. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I got on, baby. <laughs> no, that's not how you... We, we did it after you were on. We were like, right, we've peaked in this format. Now we change. Um, but I, I will be... I've, I've had a little bit of a hiatus from comedy, but I will be doing some more gigs in the new year. And you can find me on Insta at Emily Lone Wolf McQuaid. Or on Twitter, which is still called Twitter because um, because it is. We refuse well, to X budge. is a Kylie Minogue album. It so. is. Yeah, X is a Kylie Minogue album. And it's also how you find treasure. And there is no treasure on that website. But nevertheless, if you are on that website and you do want to listen to me occasionally pontificating about sandwiches, my hand user handle is at Miss MCQ. Very good. Uh, would you like a moon joke? I would love a moon joke. Go for it. What tastes better, the moon or asteroids? Uh... <laughs> Asteroid, they're a little meteor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.